Friends, and welcome to Strangers in the Night, your source for late-night VR gaming talk. I, of course, am your host, Wes. With me, as always, my good friend, Eric. What's up, fellas? What's up, Eric? Good to see you again, brother. Oh, yeah. It's a, it, seems like, uh, it seems like I just spoke to you a couple hours ago, man. <laughs> I know. We spent <laughs> some time together the last couple days. Yeah, fun, right? Yeah, I had a blast. Yeah, we're it didn't work get into exactly that. the way we wanted to work out, but I still had a blast. Yeah, well, I mean, it was a learning experience, right? It was. It was. Anyway, is, we'll, hey, we'll get is, into the, Real I'm quick, sorry, though, is there any chance that we could just stop and then come back in like 10 minutes? Because starting on time just doesn't fucking feel right. <laughs> yeah, no, right? It's kind of <laughs> weird. Well, it's kind of hard to be late mm. at like 1.30 a.m. Like, if, if you're going to be any later, you might as well just call it the, the, the uh, strangers in the morning, right? Yeah, it is strangers in the morning for me. That's true. Me too. Um, anyway, uh, how you doing, Roots? What's up, brother? Ah, I was thrown off by the fact that we're on time. I was hitting the wrong button. I actually, you know, it's funny. I, this is a little known fact. Um, the audio, it doesn't let you change the audio for our YouTube feed until it starts, right? And so, like, when I pull it up, I can't mute it. And then I always get into what we're doing. And then I hear that timer buzz. And it startles me. And then I scramble. And then... Um, <laughs> I'm I uh, messed up, but uh, I'm good. I'm good. We're here and uh, I'm ready to talk some VR. I didn't get to have the 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 cool bonding experience you guys had, but I had it with Scion, so I know exactly what you're talking about. And it's so cool that you guys got to finally experience that with. Uh, well, yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute, but um, super <laughs> cool. You know who else had it with Scion? My mom. Damn, Scion. He didn't tell me. Who doesn't yeah, you... want to bond with Scion? <laughs> Speaking about audio, that, that reminds me, something cool happened the other day. Um, I walked into my kitchen, and wife is listening to this true crime thing. Uh, we have like in a little Alexa box in the in the kitchen. I forget what they're called. Little Amazon thing that has like a seven-inch screen or something on it. You can watch things, listen to things on it. And it's all voice activated with Alexa. But uh, I'm like, oh, what are you doing? You're just hanging out in here listening to... Uh, radio drama and she's like it's true crime podcast alexa recommended it for me mm. and that got my wheels turning like alexa recommends podcasts so immediately i interrupt it you know alexa the whole thing stops yes play virtual strangers podcast playing virtual strangers P podcast most recent episode strangers in the night edge of nowhere so like i just told alexa to start playing our show and it actually worked it was pretty cool that is pretty cool yeah, I don't wonder why she didn't recommend it. it. Makes you wonder, like, what if, what if there was uh, AI, and what if it wasn't didn't have your best interest? Like, would it push you towards like content that may not be the best for you? Right? Maybe she shouldn't be listening to true crime, or maybe she shouldn't listen to Alexa. I don't know. Mm. Maybe that's true. <laughs> I don't know. Alexa is like any other AI; it's going to learn as it goes, right? That's true. So maybe. If wife would be asking it to listen to virtual strangers a little more often, maybe it would recommend it, you know? That's true. We, we should say Alexa one more time so everybody in there has already fucking <laughs> heard her off about ten times already. <laughs> yeah. Alexa. Alexa, sub, sub, <laughs> subscribe to virtual strangers. Sweet. <laughs> Good call. Is the device is listening now, D says. Don't <laughs> stop saying that, Wes. I'm sorry, Cheeto. I didn't mean to. Hey, uh, Radio Run says accident. He's, 
He says he's here. Radio Run Idaho. Did you know nice. Idaho is is having a potato shortage? Radio Run probably knows this. And some of you probably noticed your potatoes are a little bit oh, really? scarce. Yeah. There's a famine? I just read the article this morning, which means it was the first time I came across my feed. Usually I'll, it'll pop up, and then the next three, two or three days, it'll be everywhere. It'll, it'll be pushed in everybody's face. But um, so I don't know how far it'll go, but you know, maybe you won't be able to get French fries pretty soon here. You know, exciting times. I mean, I mean, Idaho running out of potatoes is like going to Kentucky Fried Chicken, and they're like, oh, we're out of chicken. <laughs> how? You're like, how the fuck yeah. does that happen? It's crazy, right? <laughs> Super crazy. Yeah, it'll be crazy, but... Um... You know, you know, I'll I'll uh, I'll I'll just keep on uh, living my life until uh, until they'll come back. The uh, French fries to the French fries run out, and then we'll start to panic about it. You know? <laughs> then we can go riot in the streets. Fuck yeah. that, man! I want my potatoes. Damn it! Hell yeah! Uh, Travel man says tomatoes too. So all the ados apparently there's a shortage of ados. Yes, yes, and uh, corporate zombie says Alexa remind me to listen to Virtual Strangers podcast. Absolutely. There you and go. And Q2C VR Gamer Live. <laughs> yes, and Q2C VR <laughs> Gamer Live. Sorry, Alexa. So I guess you're getting ready to shove off, right, Eric? Getting ready to fly away to uh, Germany? Crazy. I am. I'm out of here on Friday, man. I, I got to head to JFK Airport and down in New York City on Friday to start my long flight to get into Germany around sometime around 9 a.m. on Saturday. How cool. Get to, get to go to a new the, place. You're, so you're going to... So you're going to be there on Saturday. The thing doesn't start till like Tuesday or something, right? Well, it's, it's actually two separate conferences uh, in the same oh. venue. Uh, there's DevCom, which starts on the uh, – there's a DevCom dinner for speakers. starts on Sunday night. And then you have DevCom Monday and Tuesday. And then Gamescom starts Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Ah, so, I see. So Eric's not going to be with us next week as um, – as uh, the, he's going to be on a, a completely different schedule than us. Although, I mean, if we wait this late, I mean, it'll be bright and early morning. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I could, I could, I could have coffee and virtual strangers. Yeah. But um, I've got a. I don't. I'm not going to spill the beans yet. But I've got a pretty cool replacement lined up for Eric next week. And uh, who knows? I mean, if it goes super cool, Eric, you've got my phone number, bro. We can go live at any moment. So I was going to uh, say. I was talking to my patrons tonight, man. I said, I don't know. We'll see something. You know, I think we're going to see something these next two things, Gamescom or PAX. I'm just, like, hoping. And, uh, yeah, I will I will go live uh, here, uh, wherever. You t- I'll, you, if I, I'll call you, and we'll just go live right from the show floor, man, anytime. Yeah, yeah, just give me a, give me a call anytime, and I'll, I'll, be, I'll be waiting, watching my phone, just in case something cool happens. <laughs> Wolfie's, but, uh, Wolfie's putting some German in the... Uh in the chat there for you it says I, I love you he wants to you to use that <laughs> everywhere you go mash nice i do love everybody so that works yeah thank you wolvie uh anyway um yeah we've got we've got uh, a guest host lined up next wednesday if all goes to plan uh you guys are going to dig it i assure you uh all kinds of cool things going on I, i've been throwing teasers out there to the patreon eric um about how tis the season for uh you know good friends and collaboration and we'll, we'll just leave it at that but uh there's an exciting uh next couple of weeks are going to be pretty be pretty exciting if uh you're a a, a fan of ours and a, and a long-standing member of our community cool things are at, at work right 
Yeah, I was doing the same thing, teasing the, our, our patrons tonight in our uh, in our show prep meeting and uh, just saying, hey, you know, big things are coming and keep an eye out for the next couple of weeks. So some announcements. It'll be fun. It's going to be uh, yeah. very exciting. It'll, it'll yeah. be a buzz, Wes. Roots, I think it's going to be a buzz in the VR it'll world with this announcement. I agree with that. I agree. And uh, it should start. I, I would imagine by the weekend it'll probably be out, but I don't know. I'm not in the driver's seat here. Uh, but we're working on cool stuff, uh, nice uh, projects, collaborations uh, in the near future, and uh, I can't wait to get started on that. Hell yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, we have a lot of, I don't know, a lot of A's. I mean, if, if you, you have three games that are all triple A's, as I count, this is a 9A episode, is it not? It's crazy. It's a lot of A's. It's a yeah. lot. Yeah. And speaking of a lot of A's, there's a lot of A's in the chat tonight, so why don't we say hello to our friends in chat. Uh, speaking of A's, there's Tiffany. <laughs> What's up, Tiffany? Good to see you. Uh, Wolf Raz is here. Why, why are you up so late, Tiffany? This is kind of weird. Uh, Tatum's in the house. Uh, Cheeto Wendy is here as well. Uh, GB, the talk positive squid cat, uh, show, showing up. Good to see you. Lamplighter, what's up, Todd? Nice to see you, Frida. That's kind of late for Todd as well. What's up, man? Um, who else is here? Wolfraza, Corporate Zombies here. Traveling Man is here. Radio Runt, we already said hello to. What's up, Radio Runt? Um, Stop get, taking all the now. potatoes, Radio Runt. You need to start growing more, man. <laughs> Save some, bro. We, yeah, man. We all rely on you. We trusted you to protect the crop. Yes, we sent bro. you from California to make sure the potatoes were safe. And what have you been doing, bro? <laughs> Game night. Camping. Uh, Kawa for now. What's up? Um, Salvador, good to see you. Um, who else is here? Looks like Traveling Man and Corporate Zombie having a nice long conversation uh mike newton's here four wheelings here and of course vr spry guy good to see all of you thank you for stopping by guys uh oh what's up shagsy good to see you uh welcome uh guys let's talk some games and uh let, let's go ahead and start with this week's mod uh as we decided to be topical for a change route and actually do something that's current spider-man marvel's spider-man remastered just hit steam this last week and um you know, leave it up to our friend Paradise Decay, picking it up the first minute it hits the store, trying it in reshape, and uh, happily reporting that uh, the 3D in it is great. And, uh, you know, fast forward a few days, myself, Roots, Eric here, we all tried the same thing. And um, I got to say, I agree, uh, Roots, the, the, the 3D and uh graphics in this uh absolutely beautiful in the headset yeah phenomenal so much so that even just watching the cutscenes, i was just like wow this is really good you know um you know i had issues with uh, i won't go into detail with virtual desktop it's a whole bunch of bullshit. but um when i held my head straight i was able to to play the game and um and see and it, it, the 3d was so amazing i played this game on probably two two or three hours on playstation 5 same remastered version and um and it, it just so much better uh looked so much better on this version obviously 
Now I did have to adjust some things in virtual desktop. The default settings, uh, they're not very comfortable for me. Is that the same kind of type of thing that you had where maybe the, the aspect ratio was off, maybe the screen was a little too close to your face, maybe the curvature was a little too much? Because I had to adjust all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, those are things you, I mean, you. I don't know, even when I, I looked at the aspect ratio just in the beginning when it was split, it looked like two screens and then one sliver on the side. And I, I thought, oh, that's kind of know how that's going to look. But I mean, it seemed like it was fine. But um, always adjusting that stuff on virtual desktop is a big thing. I just, uh, once, I mean, I did take for granted, uh, or I did, about not having your screen jitter around when you move your head. Mm because um, virtual desktop is so amazing man you get that screen right in front of you that huge screen and you get lost in the game so much so uh, this is the thing man I, I love playing on flat games but when you're in there and you have that 3d it's not just the 3d in the game you're everything's blocked out you're it's black you know what i mean you're zoomed into this this experience it's different it's a different experience yeah yeah the, it is it's it's a it's in between, wouldn't you say, Eric? Like it's not full on VR immersion, but it's certainly a way more immersive than sitting in a in a room in front of a in front of a flat screen, right? Yeah, I think I think Ruth says it right. I mean, when you put the headset on, it blocks the rest of the world out. So you know, are you you are watching this basically on a flat screen, but because it's everything else is blocked out, it gives you that sense of being in it. Um, more than just watching it on a flat screen on your computer where you still can see your room around you and you can still see all the lights and you can still see somebody walking by. When you put the headset on, all that is gone. And that allows you a sense of immersion that you can't get on a flat screen. So this isn't true VR by any means, but it's real damn close. And, it, you know, it can bring you in. And if you let yourself just kind of like be lost in it and just enjoy it, you, you'll get you'll you'll get the feeling like you're in VR. You will, you will feel it because you... The 3D is good. Uh, it's good enough. And, um, I mean, the game looks so damn good as it is that it doesn't bother me. And me and Roots were talking about this earlier, man. Uh, this is this is where we're going to be heading, man. This is... I want tr I want PlayStation 5 so or PlayStation uh, VR 2 so bad. This just wants me... This just makes me want to play it, like, now. How does Sony you not know? have a VR flat of uh, 3D mode? They have to have that coming, right, yeah. Wes? Like, it has to come. Like... You're, well, when, when you, for, for those of you who don't know, the, the method that we used to uh, play this in the headset was uh, Super Depth 3D in, in Reshade. And yeah, Roots, when you see just how simple it is to apply something like that, and when you look at you can see it on your screen what it's doing. It's not doing anything like super technical or, or, or super hard to reproduce and, and that's why the compatibility is so wide that's why it's so easy for for uh inexperienced people to just pick it up and go with it and yeah you know having the li the limited experience that we've had with it over the last month or so uh has just made it ever so obvious that if sony wanted to they could make uh 3d th theater mode a reality for, for playstation 4 vr hmm. let alone psvr2 so um yeah i agree uh, sony's kind of dropping the ball here and hopefully uh this is a feature that um that we see come in fairly short order to the uh the next generation you know what's cool about reshade and i said this before like people you can watch pd's uh um i mean not the re in the reshade but 
because he played it in reshade you could watch that that whole video in the headset right in the virtual desktop and watch the the gameplay in 3d it's uh super cool and um i just think that more people yeah. should be doing it but it's it's not one-to-one -one. at least this uh, pd spider-man video isn't one-to-one -one. because before i went into the game and played it myself i watched pd's video in 3d and the 3ds works really well that comes across very well but i don't know if it's the the way that he captured it or what but the aspect ratio is off everything mm. seems stretched when you watch pd's video it kind of worried me that that might be what the game looks like when, when you get in there and play it but when i got in play the aspect ratio was perfect everything was scaled oh, uh, correctly yeah and um and the 3d again eye-popping super eye-popping and yeah, this yeah. is how easy it is you can do this on any game man we've done it i've done it on world of warcraft i mean you can do it just about anything now that one setting that pd said to change to 40 i didn't know to change that i wouldn't have done that um i guess that helps right uh whatever that oh yeah was. yeah that that's your depth setting that's that's what you use to set the amount of 3d depth that uh that you see inside the headset so yeah, yeah and your ipd if you take care of those two things yes. that definitely helps yeah uh anyway let's let, you know easy to uh well I, I guess let's do our scale like we did last week before we talk about the game itself uh ease of installation i, I would nine and a half or ten here right eric yeah, I mean, reshade's so easy. If you're if you're worried about anything, you know, this is way easier than, you know, um, uh, what was the other one that we used to use? Um, Vorpex? Vorpex. Vorpex, or the other one I was thinking was uh, hi, um, he Helix Vision. Helix Vision. That easier than Helix Vision where you have to grab a, grab a hook and you got to do all this stuff. This is, reshade's so easy. Basically, as long as you can do virtual desktop, you, you, you can do this. And yeah, I mean, I would give it a 9 or a 10. Yeah. Well, uh, out of 10 roots, uh, ease of installation. Yeah, I'd probably say nine or something. Depends on, I mean, once you've done it, it's super easy for every, I mean, it's going to be easy every time forward. Um, just knowing that the main thing is, you know, once you've installed, you install it for each game. So you click that install, it has you pick it for whatever game individually. And then you're, uh, you know, you're going through that process. It's just, um, it, it's, it's easy, but it's not as straightforward as some other things in the beginning, right? Um, but uh, I thought it was, I'd say about nine. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that. Not nine or 10. It's it's super simple to set up. And after you do it the first time, you can pretty much do it with your eyes closed. Um, now, the second criteria we, we typically judge mods on are, are, are the kind of the VR implementation. And where this is a, uh, you know, done on a virtual screen, uh, you know, that's, it's a zero, you know, it's, this isn't a technic technically a VR mod, so we can't really judge it on that, uh, on, uh, by that criteria. I mean, even at that, this is a third person, you know, controller driven game. There's no VRness to it whatsoever, other than the immersion that you get from, uh, uh, the, the 3D. So let's talk about the game itself. Uh, you know, we, we often talk about, um, how VR games have uh, a chance to, or, or need to rather, catch up to, to the depth of flat games. Um, how, do you, how do you think that this game stands up versus the top shelf VR games of the day, Eric? 
um, and, and fun factor, depth, and, and uh, progression. Yeah, I mean, this is this is like an old school button sma- button masher, you know, game, and it's got good story. It's got great voice acting. I think it's a lot of fun, man. I I like these types of games, um, these button mashing games, these timing. You know how you have to, you know, you, know, you got to hit that button in a certain amount of time, or you got to tap the button really fast to do these things. These games are cool, man. And and if you, when you wrap everything with it, I mean, this is this is what you want in a video game to to keep you engrossed in it. And uh, I love it, man. I was I was always a big Spider-Man video game fan, um, and and I love it, man. I love it in reshade. I wouldn't play this any other way again. If, if I'm playing, I would want to play it in reshade in VR every time and uh, i've had this game on my playstation 5 uh and i haven't played it yet and <laughs> i'm so happy i played it and didn't and played it in reshade uh, that was actually my next question for you is would you play this game flat because i agree a lot of this stuff uh is really immersive and fun especially like the 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 kind of in between sequences that are in between cinema scenes and action scenes where you kind of have some control but not all of it uh, that stuff really translates well to this kind of medium that we experienced it through. Um, but I don't know that it would be the same experience on a, on a flat screen. Yeah. I mean, that's why we don't, we don't mainly flat screen any, or, you know, screen, flat screen game anymore, just because it, it kind of bores me now. And I need something like VR to get me back involved in it. And, uh, you know, I, there are certain flat games I absolutely love. I mean, that I'll just I'll I'll play flat no matter. I didn't I wouldn't care. A game like this, I wouldn't I just wouldn't do it. It's not something like Returnal. I'll go play Returnal all day long flat. This game, just because of what it is, uh, I probably wouldn't. But in VR, it's just something different. And again, this isn't true VR, but in a VR headset with reshade and 3D, it's freaking amazing. And these sequences that you do and it's it just looks so good inside the headset it, it fool, again it'll fool you it will because you'll get immersed in it and all of a sudden you won't even be thinking about it that you're looking at a screen inside of it you know you, you'll you'll feel yeah. like you're in vr yeah yeah you you forget pretty quickly especially if you have your uh your settings tuned into what's comfortable for you in virtual desktop uh roots what did you think about this game i, I mean the structure of the game's cool. It's a it's you, puts you in a big city that that you can r- roam around or swing around a, at your own pace, and you can progress the main story kind of at your own pace. And there is endless, um, you know, side quests and missions to do, whether it's gathering items or or just fighting criminals. Uh, but I, you know, I played it for three or four hours, uh, and it was by the time I got to the end of that three or four hours, it was already the side missions and things were already starting to kind of get repetitive to me. Like all of the crimes pretty much seemed like the same deal. You drop down into an area, there'd be a, a gang of dudes that looked identical to the last game, a gang of dudes. And you just sit and waylay and button mash until they were all done. Um, it was certainly fun for a little while. Um, I don't know how much of that stuff is required to like progress your character so that you can continue on with the, the main story. I don't think but, probably uh, any. I bet you could skip 100% of it or most of it if you want. Most games are designed that way. But you still want to do yeah. some of it, right? Well, I mean, you get like for every one of those backpacks you get, you get a token that you can use to upgrade your gear. For every uh, 
crime spree that you break up, you get a token that you can use to upgrade your character. Uh, and all of it's tied into this XP system that, you know, as you level up, you get skill points, you unlock new uh, new abilities. Um, what do you think about the overall gameplay loop here? Is this something, first of all, that you that you would continue to play out of VR? And second of all, is this something that you're going to continue to play in VR? Uh, I mean, it depends if you like these kind of games. I mean, if I'm being 100% honest, uh, there's a reason why I played it a couple hours um, on the PlayStation 5 and stopped. You know, I mean, it's just not my type of game. I, I, I love the, the fluidness. The, the It's an amazing game. Um, I think it's deeper than most VR games. I think the open world, the scope of it, it's just huge. The elaborate, um, just everything about it. The, my biggest take about this whole thing is I was playing this and I was telling Eric this is, you know, we play it here and we'll say it's amazing. And we'll say, man, I wish Luke Ross would make a mod. And you could play it the same, exact same way. And then maybe Luke does. He brings it into VR. Everyone's raving about it. It's fucking amazing. And then Sony comes out and they make an official hybrid game. Third person, just like this. And everyone says, fuck, this is bold. What the fuck, man? It needs to be first yeah. person. You need to be swinging around. And it's it's weird because it like not there. this isn't that much different than luke ross's mod except for you can turn around and you can literally look at the the full environment right um but you're focused at the screen and so you are turning and that's a little bit different the luke ross would be the next step sony would take it to the next level but what i saw is a game like this would absolutely work in vr I, i'm going to keep saying that there's no reason why it has to be first person it's a third person game it's a game that everybody knows how to play it's how it's always been and um and we're gonna see games just like this come into vr maybe even playstation vr 2 and they made wolfie don't hate me they may mm -hmm. be just the, the the controller and um i would love it i will i'll i will enjoy the fuck out of it um so not everything has to be with motion controllers not everything does i, I one of the best games i've played on uh you know um some of the best games i've played in vr um astrobot you know what i mean like there's just certain games that need to have a controller and that's just the way it is what what yeah. if they make them so where you're you're using the the playstation vr2 controllers the orb controllers what do you want to call them just with a joystick um but you're using joysticks i mean yeah. you're just it's basically you're taking you're taking the you know the dual sense controller and you're break it in half so you got two controllers in your hand but you're still using joysticks you're still using buttons to, to take care of your things um but maybe they put some extra stuff in there i mean a little bit here a little bit there you can turn you know whatever they put something in there that makes it feel like you're doing something else with them yeah um would that be enough you think for people think. Uh, for people no and I, and I don't think that that would be a a big Im improvement anyway I, I think that gamepad style controls on motion controllers is pretty much the same thing as a gamepad uh, with the very few exceptions, there are games like, um, I don't know, I can't think of any offhand, but I know that there are games that uh, having the motion controllers uh, rather than the the, uh, the the regular gamepad has made a difference, but most of the time it doesn't. And in, in fact, uh, Roots, would you, would you think, do you think, it's rumored that Luke Ross is bringing this one into VR. Um do, do you think that that's going to make all that big of a difference over what we're doing here with Reshade? Because I don't. Yeah, I think, well, I mean, 
I mean, the 3D might be better, actually will be better here. Um, <laughs> Luke Ross's 3D is, <laughs> is speculative. I, you know, but I mean, I think being in that world, maybe, I mean, I, I my favorite VR game of all time is a VR mod in Red Dead Redemption 2. And it's because the game is amazing, but it's because the game, the mod is really good too. Um, so I'm torn. Even the Cyberpunk mod is so much better than all the rest. They keep getting better. I would imagine it if it would be a really good version this time, uh, or this next one's going to be really good because this is a newer game as well, right? So it's going to run phenomenal. And um, oh yeah, no, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm, the the 3D makes this experience for me. I I would not play this for more than uh, an hour or two flat. But this is something I absolutely while while I, while it's I do find this game specifically to be pretty repetitive and and mindless. It is something that the production value in the 3D draws me in enough that, you know, every couple of weeks, spend a couple of hours in here, sure. And I, I certainly wouldn't be doing that flat. Uh, so, yeah, the, the 3D definitely makes this for me. But the thing already takes up my, my entire field of vision. Like, mm. it, it, I don't think that the Luke Ross mod is going to, do anything except for maybe make the game run a little bit worse you know and uh <laughs> and let me turn my head i guess that would that's something um but uh the the game itself see everyone's different here obviously you say that this has more depth than uh, a, a vr game would have or your typical vr game would have and we've got gamertag in the chat saying that he finished the miles morales game twice flat mm. Uh, yeah. which I, I would never do that um, for me um, you know yes there's a progression system and yes it's a big map to explore but what you're doing is, is very mindless and repetitive there doesn't seem like there's much skill in, in in the button mashing you can pretty much just hit whatever and it'll work um, I, I would prefer a, a, a pretty basic VR game over in terms of gameplay, a pretty basic VR gameplay loop uh, is preferable to me over something like this, um, even with all of its progression and, and production value. Uh, I, I but if, but that's say, me. I think if you, if you take the stuff out of it, take, take out, because this is super production, right? I mean, everything is done so well in this. The voice acting is great. The story is great. The visuals are great. Take that out of it. If this is a game that's made by an indie developer and you, this is the gameplay, the gameplay is not that exciting for me. And now there's a lot of people out there that like that Batman style of, you know, button press combat, which is so cool. But just for me, flat, it's kind of boring for me. And I kind of lose, I, I just kind of lose interest in it pretty quick. Um, and again, that's, that's just, everybody likes different games, right? So it's okay. Um, just for me, it's not not something I, I'd, I'd find. So to me, if you take all the big production out of it, this is kind of a mediocre game for me. Yeah. And, and with the, production, and, it's amazing. And the, the 3D makes it, though, right? Like, like when you see Spider-Man in this footage here grabbing stuff with webs and swinging it all around, that's cool. It makes it seem like a VR game for a minute, and then, uh, and then you get right back to mashing your buttons and jumping around and, you know, doing all these pre-written acrobatics. I think it'd be it'll be interesting if if and when Luke brings this to uh, a VR mod to go in there and play if, and see if we feel different because maybe what we're describing is playing it on a screen, not being as exciting as being in the world. 
you know and maybe as yeah. good as it it looks like in 3d and we're looking at this screen it's not the same as being in there which um mm. even if you know like in red dead i've been in that world i've spent 100 hours in that world right um so i think that might be a different uh part of the well, part of what you're talking about as well <laughs> as far as the feel right well i mean i don't think it's so much the format as the game there like i feel like if we played Red Dead 2 in this format on a, on a 3D screen, that it would be a way better game than this. Well, you would, have a better, Dead, you would have a better experience. But what I'm talking about is, is what you're describing and what Eric's describing. I think, I think part of it could be that it's on a screen. I think it'd be interesting to go revisit it and see if maybe that's the case or, or maybe it's not. And you we know? will. And we will when this happens. And I'm pretty sure that it is happening. Um, so I guess roots then the, the 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 final question uh, here is um, fun factor. First of all, zero to ten, where do you put this? And second of all, uh, is it worth people going out there, people who are watching right now, going out and dropping the money on it? Uh, it's sixty dollars retail price. You can get it on sale for forty seven, forty eight bucks. So we'll call it a fifty dollar game. Uh, if you wouldn't mind, roots, give me a, a zero to ten. Uh, overall fun factor score on this and then tell me whether or not you recommend it at $50. Um, I would say, see, I guess I have two, two fun factors. I have for me. I'm like you, I I've, I've played these games so much. I'm not that much into them anymore. I had like maybe a five. Um, it's not, I'd be honest. It's not what I was like. My number one thing I wanted to be playing tonight. Um, but if for other people, if you're really into these type of games, Spider-Man games in general, I think it's it's maybe a seven or an eight. I definitely would recommend it for people that are fans of Spider-Man or this type of game. It's amazing, much better way to play it in VR. If you already own the game, maybe you already went out and pay, bought it. Well, fuck, why don't I don't even know why you don't have Reshade yet? <laughs> Get it, try it. Um, it's really cool, and uh, it just depends on what your what your like is of this type of game, right? Yeah, I, I think it's fun, and 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 don't get me wrong. Like, I think I could probably, I could probably have fun in this game playing it solid through, about the length of a typical VR game. Like when I start to get around eight or ten hours in this, it, it, I'm going to have to give it a break. I'm not going to be able to play through the entire thirty or forty hours or fifty or whatever it takes to do all the stuff in this. But it is something that I would come back to. So I would call it slightly above average. I would. I would give it like a seven or an eight, maybe a seven and a half. Uh, but I don't think I can recommend people drop $50 on this right now. Um, unless you're a big Spider-Man fan or you're a big fan of button mashers, then you, you might, uh, you might find it worth it. Uh, but w when it goes on sale, when you can get this game six weeks from now, when it goes down to 30 or 35 bucks, I yeah. think that that's a, a lot more palatable to me. Um, Eric, what, what what do you say? Score out of ten, and and do you recommend it at fifty dollars? Yeah, I'm I'm gonna say you know, I know everybody's kind of killing us in chat. We're nitpicking this game, guys. This is a, this is a triple. We already said that this is a triple A game. This is a freaking great game. It's just that everybody has a different play style of games that they like. To me, this was the this was the my third favorite game we play, played this week. Doesn't mean this isn't a great game, and doesn't mean it's not a game that I would go back to, especially in VR or Reshade. So I would give this game probably like an eight, a seven and a half to an eight. Um, but again, I'm I'm not. If I was going to gauge it on my kind of gameplay, I'd probably give it a little bit less. But I mean, I think 
for for people who like this type of game, I mean, this is a high quality, really really good game, and I, I would I probably I'll probably give it an eight. I'll I'll give it a solid eight. I mean, this is a game that everybody should play, and if you're you know if you're a fan of this, go get Reshade and do it in VR because you, again, if you're not if you don't care about VR, number one, while you're watching the show, but two. You know, this this is one of the only ways to play these games. And now with the way we can do it with Reshade, you should be playing every game that we can in VR. I mean, wouldn't it make sense? It's um, the best yeah, and, Spider-Man game ever made, Corporate Zombies says. Yeah, I, I don't disagree. Yeah, I agree I mean, with I, that. Yeah. I know the My, yeah. Miles Morales one's really, really good, too. So I, I think they're close. But, uh, but yeah, I think it's really good, and it's really well done in Reshade. This is a AAA game, man, that everybody should want to play. And maybe, maybe Roots is right. Maybe when we play this in a month in full-on VR, it pushes it up to a nine or a nine and a half. And what Tatum's saying here is uh, absolutely true. He says that the combat was fun. It's not usually deeper than a regular button masher, but some of the other mechanics, like the research missions and car chases. uh, Hmm. Yeah, yeah, all of that stuff. It's what makes the game in, in 3D, right? The car chases, the bigger action scenes. Um, that's the best part of this game. Uh, and the 3D absolutely makes it. Um, yeah, I don't see myself put, giving this game any time at all if it were flat. But I could see myself, I, I would say I'll eventually come pretty close to finishing this if I don't finish it. Uh, it's just going to take me some time. I'm not going to play it solid through. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what I really do. The more I think about it, I think... Because, uh, like... When I'm in Red Dead and I'm like riding somewhere and I'm like going this way and I'm looking around and I'm doing doing different things, it makes a difference, right? I think swinging on that thing and going through the city and being able to look around you and I just think it's going to be a big difference once you're in there and um, I think it'll be really cool. Well, uh, I, I think that we will be revisiting this one sooner rather than later i'm pretty sure luke ross most of his mods i think lean heavily on reshade anyway Mm -hmm. so we know that this thing does super super well out of the box with reshade so i'd say uh give it a couple weeks and we'll probably have a a luke ross mod on our hands yep techno glitch says no uh no first or not first person i'm out (laughs) and uh i 100 percent don't understand that you can you can play this one you can play this one in first person like this the swinging sequences would work but the the combat would it couldn't couldn't yeah, work be, just yeah, everything about too. it like mash was saying before the show he said you're going to swing around the the city for what 15 minutes and then you're going to want to stop if it's first person mm-hmm. and you're using your arms it's a novelty you're going to after 15 20 minutes you're going to want to stop you're not going to be doing that for an hour straight maybe you will i don't know i think it's the same thing as people saying i'd love to have a vr treadmill (laughs) and those lazy fuckers don't even want to stand up for an hour let alone walk on a treadmill and i'm putting myself in that category um i want to sit down and uh so i think a lot of things sound good in theory Uh, and i would do the luke ross but i would prefer to wait the what do, what do we got four or five months and play it on a ps5 or ps vr2 if oh, sure if sure. this is the thing man um there's no reason not to go in i mean i'm not saying to play the whole thing like because i could think the same thing i could say well maybe red dead 2 will be on psvr i'm out i'm gonna stop <laughs> but um maybe it won't and uh and so i'm gonna enjoy it now because i don't even know like the world's so weird and like maybe an asteroid hits us tomorrow like who knows man i know i don't think it will though this game makes too much sense for sony not to do 
you know, especially Sony owning Spider-Man. True. I mean, and if they don't make this a PSVR 2, yeah, make, make this a PSVR 2 freaking launch title and blow everybody's mind in how many headsets do you sell? Stormland launch title. Dude, that would be amazing with the DLC. As I said, this was my third favorite game I played for this week. I'll tell you hey. why. Yeah, I, I, I wholeheartedly agree with that. And it's uh, it's uh, not really all that close. Uh, D nope. says, you know who else likes a solid eight? My mom! Oh, yeah, she does. <laughs> what does that even mean? Gamertag, uh, <laughs> Gamertag says that he prefers Spider-Man over Red Dead. Mm. Wow. I, I don't know I could go that far. Like, I, I was pretty blown away by Red Dead, too. Dude, Red uh, Dead 2, that story, uh, just, I mean... Okay, so I just found out that I, I mean, that I have to figure out how to hunt, but I can hunt down a, um, a special white leopard, like a snow leopard, and I, I get an amazing, like, outfit with really cool snow leopard boots, which makes Arthur look ridiculous. Um, I have to do it. Like, there's so much to that game. You can't uh, hunt white leopard, dude. It's 2022. Well, you, you know, I can't. This is the 1890s. There's also um, <laughs> slaves running around in that game, although I've actually helped many of them. It's, a, it's actually disturbing to see that going on in a game, like, because you start out in an area where it's not, and then you move to an area where it's kind of, they haven't really accepted it. And um, so I feel like it's a really good historical game as well. It was, it's just really cool. Yeah, I mean that that one was so good that we decided after we were done with it that we were going to come back and do it again later because we want to keep playing it. Yep, and we're going to get Eric involved in that conversation. Yeah, yeah, we don't we don't do that very often. So uh, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of pretty good, let's stick with this same developer. By the way, final word on Spider uh, Spider Man. It's above average. It's really good. The 3D adds a lot to the game. Uh, it's still a little bit high price though. It just came out. I would wait for uh, a sale, and I think that's pretty much the consensus, right? Did you say, Eric, whether or not people should go buy it now or, or wait? I mean, I'd go buy it now and for fifty bucks. I'd go buy it now and play it in reshade. I, I would do it. What I do, I wouldn't buy it if I was just playing it flat. I wouldn't pay that, but to do it in reshade, I'd go buy it now. And if you're bucks. playing, buying it just to check it out. I wouldn't buy it, but if you want to play it, if you legitimately were already thinking, yeah. man, I want to buy this game, this is just one more cherry on the top reason why to do it, right? Yeah, you yeah. you know what it is now. We've we've told you exactly what this game is, and if it sounds like it's a good game and your kind of game, then there's no reason not to get this because it's the the production and what it is here is phenomenal. And again, if you like those old Batman style, you know, Arkham games, you're gonna love this game. Yeah, it's the deepest one I've ever played. Like it's really good. It's, 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 uh, it's good, for sure. Anyway, let, let's stick with this developer, but move to a made for VR uh, game in Stormland. This game came out. Uh, Roots, can you believe this game is almost three years old now? It came out in, tw in November of 2019. That's crazy. I did just, um, I found that out. That's crazy. That was right before everything went crazy, right? Yeah, just before. Yeah, just before uh, the Oculus Quest came out and everything went crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, I'll tell you what, man. This is uh, only three years old, but I I couldn't. I, well, the the number one thing I did in there, West when I got in was I turned my settings up because everything was set to before, and I was only at 70% resolution for some reason. It's like, man, it looks really crappy. And then I started changing everything up, and then I thought, oh, shit, 70%. 
once I hit that bar, I was like, oh my God, it just looked phenomenal. Well, well you're starting out on one of the few negatives uh, that w I have to say about this game. Um, you know, there's so much to love here. Uh, but it wasn't long after this game came out that Insomniac was picked up by Sony. This, of course, was an Oculus exclusive. This was one of the last big Oculus Rift games that came out. Um, but it isn't very well optimized. Now, obviously, we're just brute forcing it now with our new computers into, uh, into running decently. But the reason why it was set back to 70% roots is because the thing didn't run very good. I remember... When we first played this, we were advising everyone to turn the clouds off. Like, mm -hmm. the clouds are a pretty big part of this. You can tell people to turn them off. That's what we did. I remember it. Um, but today, uh, it runs pretty good on Oculus equipment. I tried this a couple of different times on my G2 through Revive, and it was just too, too choppy. It would run good for a minute, but by the time I was 10 minutes into it, uh, I would I had to turn it off. I played this in my Rift S. I played it in my um, in my uh, on my Quest Two, and both of those were were, were smooth experiences. But uh, that wasn't the only kind of optimization problem that we had, was it, Eric? No, unfortunately, uh, Insomniac has <laughs> broken the game, or they didn't break it. Just I don't know, the game broke itself, or one of these Oculus updates broke the game. But uh, for some reason, you cannot play co-op anymore, or we couldn't at least. Uh, maybe somebody else can, but you cannot. We we tried for probably forty five minutes to to get into a co op game, and you just can't do it. <laughs> we we it would load a couple of times, like you were going to be brought into the other person's world, and then it just it wouldn't work. It would bring you back to mm. your own world, or it wouldn't go at all. Yeah, and and I did take it to Google to to see if it was just something we were doing wrong or something we were missing, and. This is a problem, a documented problem for uh, a few people, mm. uh, dating back years at this point, um, having the same things where, that we were having where the join button was red and you weren't able to push it. Sometimes you would, able, would be able to invite, but you never could join through the invitation. Sometimes it would let you push the invite button, but it wouldn't send the invite. Um, but uh, it's not just us. And... Um, I got to think that if Insomniac were still a free agent, that this would probably be fixed by now. Yeah. yeah. And this absolutely. is, and, 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 and the, we're, we're kind of getting this out of the way first because this is probably the biggest issue with the game and everything else from here should be pretty much praise. I wonder if yeah, it's just yeah. you guys that, I mean, obviously there was other issues, you know, said dating back a couple of years, which tells me that maybe I could have gotten in with Wes or I could have gotten in with Eric or, you know what I mean? Maybe it's not everybody across the board. I'm just curious because I didn't try to get in. You know, when Cyan and I played it, we were able to do it, but that was a couple of years ago. But at the at the same time, yeah. other people were we still got having in, problems, right? We got in and did a, a money show from Stormland a couple of years ago, so it, it it's not like it was broken to begin with. Um, yeah, I'm just curious. And, and I don't I, I don't know if it affects it. Yeah, I don't know if it affects everyone or not, but I know that. Uh, I read on probably four or five different um, message boards people describing our problem exactly and people leaving comments like, yeah, I'm having the same problem, I'm having the same problem, I'm having the same problem. So it's not just us. There's a lot of people having it. Um, I, but I don't know if it's everyone or not. I can't say for sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, oh. GT says he, he remembers you have to get do something. You have to play about an hour into the game uh, before you can even get the multiplayer, and then you get a nodule that you know you attach to your to your uh, your robot's body that allows you to play multiplayer. And um, you know we had that. We we kind of we knew what we were doing. It just it, it just wouldn't work. But yeah. yeah, you have to go about an hour into the game. Yeah, and you don't even have the multiplayer menu before you get that that add on. So like, if you have the multiplayer menu in Stormland, then you've you've made it far enough. You can do multiplayer. And we both had it, so that's not the problem. Anyway, uh, we did something a little different. It's the first time I've ever done anything like this. But uh, we just stayed on voice chat. Uh, Eric and I, and we just played through it in single player mode together and did the same things at the same time. And uh, I got to say, man, it was a lot more fun doing that than it would have been just playing by myself. Yeah, because, I mean, you can, that's one thing that's nice about, you know, something like co-op is you can talk to each other and you can like say, holy crap, did you see this or did you see that? Did you, did you, did you go over to this area you know, and when you're talking about a game that looks as beautiful as this game and plays as good as this game, there's so many moments where you're like, oh, my God, did you see that? Or did you look over here? And uh, it's just cool when you can do that with somebody. And, yeah, it was it was a cool thing to do. And even to the point where we went back and did the same thing again today and because uh, we, we we both wanted to get back in. And, and I wanted to finish the game because uh, I had never finished it originally. I played pretty deep into it. Um, the first time around three years ago, but I never finished it. And I started over from scratch yesterday and I finished it today. Oh, nice. Did you feel like you accomplished anything or did you feel like they should have put a story ending in there? <laughs> it would have been <laughs> nice to have a story ending, that's for sure. But I, I understood what they were trying to do. And perhaps if things went differently and Oculus would have bought them instead of Sony, I think there would have been a different outcome. So I understand what Insomniac was trying to do. Um, and I think they probably would have fulfilled it if uh, if things didn't happen differently. I'm glad Sony picked them up because uh, Sony's it's just different, man. You know what I mean? Spider Man is VR is going to happen with Oculus. That maybe who knows what the fuck they're going to do or Meta, I should say. Uh, but oh, I, I'll well, tell you what, this game was well way ahead of its time, wasn't it, Wes? Like that, not only graphically but just everything. This this has AAA all over it. Yeah, this this is a true triple A VR game. Uh, it's about what ten hours, Eric, start to finish in this. Yeah, that's about what I put into it the last two days. But there's a lot there's a lot of things going on here, and while you don't have the the endless side missions and stuff going on like Spider Man, there, there's a lot of different facets to this game. Uh, whether you're talking about progression, whether you're talking about kind of grinding and and collecting, there's crafting, there's uh, exploration, there's uh, the, there's first-person shooter gunplay in it, and that's kind of the the the, uh, the core that the game's built around. Uh, but what's probably better than all of that, which which all that stuff's great, is is the movement in this game. The the fact that you're kind of moving island to island, surfing on clouds, and the fact that you can there are tall tall peaks in this game, and you can climb everything easily. And then when you get to the top. You can just jump off and glide across the map, uh, pop one style. Uh, Roots, I kind of feel like the movement in this game uh, is special, and it, it might be the best that I've experienced in a VR game. It, it just feels good. Everything, even just grabbing onto the, um, the mountain and flinging yourself up to get up really fast. You know, the upgrades in this game actually matter. They actually make you, you know, move better. 
you start mo jumping f higher and, and, and being able to shoot and bounce up off the clouds and fling up. And I mean, when you get the movement down in this game, it, it, it makes you feel like you're like a, a, a robot flying around. It makes you feel like a superhero <laughs> almost, right? This is exactly how, if you could see, if I could see like a, a superhero move game, maybe. And I guess it's good that Insomniac is the one that made this because I could see a superhero game being made um, like this. And it could be really amazing. That was the biggest thing that I, I, I that was missing from this was like a really overall story. Um, it, it, other well, than that, it's just it's just super amazing. I haven't played I haven't played it through the end. I've still got probably two hours to go before I finish it. But I feel like through the game, they do a pretty good job of telling a story. Now, maybe they don't conclude it, and maybe that's what you're talking about, Roots. No, it's just um, not. It's not. I mean, for as AAA a game as this is, I, I the production that their story took is min minimal. There really wasn't. It was, yeah, you can read it, and they're telling you little bits and pieces. But it, from a production value, it was just, it was like a two or a three versus Ooh, everything really? else being a nine or a ten. I don't know. Yeah, I, uh, I completely disagree with that. It's not all. It, I don't think any of it's told through reading. It's all told through uh, narration and um, the, the character interactions. There, there isn't a whole lot in terms of like cinema scenes, but there is definitely. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. Of. I don't know. I just uh, yeah. my overall impression of it over just in the when I played it was just it was almost non-existent to the point where I don't remember much of it from the entire gameplay. Whereas the right. next game, next next game that we're going to talk about, I played it through one time when I first got my PlayStation VR, and I remember all of it because it was the story was AAA. It was there. It was exist. It existed. I'm not saying that it didn't exist here. I just in a different form. It just I, I don't think that story held up to everything else. I think yeah. the ending has put the bad taste in your mouth, and for you, and that's how you remember it. Because to me, I just played it. Th I just played it start to finish, and I thought the story was fantastic. Um, yeah, it's story driven, it, right? Like, this is a heavily yeah. story driven game. Yeah, like we we very rarely disagree this much <laughs> between the two of them. We were barely usually we're pretty much right on with each other. And I'm like, no way. This is to me. You're saying like a two, and I'm saying like this is an eight. I love mm. the story. I love the interactions between all these different different types of robots. The story of these aliens and what they're doing with the spire and the different things and, and what's happening to these, these, these robots and how they're evolving. I think it's really, really well done. And, but you're right. The ending, because they didn't get a chance to finish or do, or do whatever they were planning on doing. It just feels like it's, it feels like it's a to be continued. And they're like, here more to come. And then there is no more to come. Or they tried to make some type of end game to it that just didn't pay off. And that's where I think you have a lot of bad taste in your mouth. Because Probably. There's I do no remember conclusion. some of what you're talking about. You yeah, there's no, there's no conclusion. You know what I mean? There is no conclusion to it to where you're like, oh, okay, there's no big reveal. Like, there, there it is. Because they're teasing more. And, but there was no more. There was no more because, because they got bought out. So, um, But leading up to that, I thought it was great. So reading through the chat here, I must be getting into the middle of another conversation. Radio Runt says, Defector is a better game. <laughs> he can't be he can't be talking about this right like defector's great certainly underrated but it is not yeah. on the level of stormland no and it's not even close no Stormland. i love defector too. defector was great because it was 
so affordable for a good game, but it was it's not on the level of this. The thing about this that really left a bad taste in my mouth is the same reason why Gamertag probably never never finished it. The cycle. You know, you have to finish it in a certain amount of time, and if you, like, maybe something happened and you walked away from it for however much, was it two weeks? It starts over. It's a week right now, yeah. Yeah, and so, and so... Yeah, so like you, you have to finish it in a certain amount of time. You have to, you can't just like walk away from it for a month and come back. If you do, it starts over. And then at that point, most people are like, I'm out. Like I've already fucking played half of the game. I'm not playing it again. Um, so I don't, I don't know exactly. I mean, I, I know that there's reasons for it. I just, I didn't care for the cycle I, thing. I, I think that they probably, the, the way this looks to me, and I don't know, this is just my speculation. I think they probably had um, post-launch DLC in mm-hmm. mind that they were going to launch with this. Like, I don't think that the the endless cycle was supposed to be the end of it. I think that they probably planned on uh, releasing another DLC or two story DLC that kind of carried it on. But uh, they again, they got picked up by Sony. Now, with that said, there's a rumor out there that not only is this getting remastered for PSVR two. But there's a sequel coming as well. Ooh, that'd be cool. Um, that'd be awesome, right? Because uh, D- Diego Darko asks uh, in the chat, um, if, if this game is really AAA VR, then why isn't it mentioned with games like Saints and Sinners or, or Half-Life Alex? Um, I think it absolutely should be mentioned in the same breath of those games. I think that this game released within a month or, or maybe two months of uh, Asgard's Wrath and when Asgard's Wrath came out it kind of overshadowed everything that was out at that time uh, but this this is among the best that VR has to offer even still today and there's a reason there's a reason why we're talking about it the second week we've started going into the best of the best and we're doing Stormland because it absolutely belongs here yeah yeah how good is it let's talk about the gunplay oh yeah the different, it, the different guns, right? Like I, I was really impressed even today crafting different guns and just trying them, trying them, and the way they feel, the recoil, and it just it's just good, right? Yeah, it had way more variety than I expected it to have. I thought it was going to be a little simplistic in that department, like uh, like a Half Life Alex where you've got three or four guns to choose from and that's it. Um, but no, there's like six or seven guns, and each gun has three different versions. Or more. Didn't you say you found a version four of, of one of these guns, Eric? Yeah, you can make up to it. I've seen where you can five. make up to a version three. I think but, you can get uh, to five, I believe. I, I, I thought you can get to I level saw, five. Yeah, I, I found I found several fours towards the end of the game, you mm. know, on, on, Maybe on it was four. enemies' bodies. Did you um, not ever craft four, Eric? I crafted all I the didn't. way up to the top. I, I crafted to three, and then it, it ended for me. Uh, you yeah, get all that's the way as far as there. I've made it. That's as far as I've made it is, is level three. <laughs> On, uh, but let me tell you, man, I can bust some ass with a level three shotgun, oh, and yeah. uh, the level three sniper rifle is is amazing as well. The AI um, is pretty damn good too for the enemies, oh, yeah. right? And that's they another thing. Around, so many yeah. games don't get the AI correctly when it comes to enemies. That's why I love Destiny two so much. Like they shouldn't, they should be evading and, and trying to get around you and flank you and do weird shit, man. That makes it feel real, right? Yeah, uh, th- this might be among the best I've seen in VR w- in that regard. Like, typically stupid uh, game AI will sit there and let you kill it. 
Uh, and and the, the enemies in the beginning will. But as you progress to like the level two and level three enemies, um, you start shooting those guys. They take cover and they absolutely try to sneak up behind you and, and flank you on both sides and work as a team. Uh, yeah, the AI is very, very impressive in this game. Yeah, really cool. Yeah, well done. Um, so, yeah, uh, I think uh, Diego Darko wondering, uh, <laughs> he says there was multiplayer. Yeah, there it was co-op multiplayer. Mm -hmm. Uh, and it worked in the beginning because Roots and I tested it. It absolutely worked. But um, it's probably may like maybe, everything else. They're just not supporting it. I mean, to have multiplayer, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's not this way. Did they use servers or did they? Was it was it on on a we we tried like quick play? Yeah, we tried quick play too. So we didn't just yeah. try and join each other. We tried to do quick play where you just you can join anybody who's out there searching for a game. Mm. And I let it spin for many minutes, and I couldn't get a connection. Bummer. uh anyway uh yeah uh, it's hard to it's hard to think of uh too many games i would rank above this in terms of quality in vr um i, I would say that we could pretty pretty safely call this a, a top 10 top 15 game absolutely uh, and, yeah i uh, would what about if, you eric top if this 10 game, top 15 if this game launched today today exactly the way it is right now uh, and by a miracle, they put this game on the Quest 2. This would be probably the best game you'd ever play. This would be like the number one. Now, I don't think they could ever get this on a Quest 2, but I'm just saying that when, when this launched with virtual reality three years ago, we were not in the state of VR that we are now. There was nowhere near the amount of headsets. There was no near, near the amount of PC VR headsets or a $300 PC VR headset, for that matter, that you can use in the Quest 2. So... And the popularity wasn't there. And you got to remember, this was a Rift-only exclusive. You were not playing this unless you were playing it uh, on the Oculus Rift store. So, you know, it was limited to what it was. If And, and I think it would have been way more popular if it launched today. And right now, today, it would be one of the, it would be one of the most beautiful titles uh, you'd ever play. The gameplay is great. It's fast. The climbing, the climbing, you can one hand wing yourself up like Pop 1, but easier. Yeah, oh, it's way easier. It's way, way easier. easier. The shooting is good. They have a variety of weapons. The progression is great. You can change so many things on your body and upgrade. You can rip your freaking arm off, put it in the machine, have it reproduce and make it into something better, and then pop it back on your body. I mean, there's so many cool things in this game, and and uh, man, I, I, everybody needs to. I, I wish they they would be able to put this on a headset that everybody. If you have if you have only a Quest and you have no PC, go get Pluto Sphere and go play this game. This is one of those games that everybody should play. I just unlocked the dive bomb roots right before I quit playing. I haven't tried it yet, um, but you can you can upgrade your 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 frame so that if you land hard in a bunch of enemies, the shock wave will take them out. Yeah, there's so, so many cool. different ways to do it. That's what's so good about this game is like everybody com has a different approach, right? Like even the sniper, they have the sniper gun. I'm sure you love that probably west right using that one oh yeah the, mm. the ver version three sniper is awesome uh, kills um yeah i love it and you can uh, stealth it too if you want if you if you don't want to go in guns blazing you can sneak it and stealth it and you can sneak up behind these enemies and rip their freaking power cells right out of their backs and they just crumble yeah that's what's cool and they're not there's as you go progress there you start to come across different types of enemies right that aren't as easy as like that that's actually not 100 easy you know, like I, uh, I don't know. I, I really enjoyed playing multiplayer. 
kind of a bummer you guys couldn't get in there because there is something about attacking the same mob together and you know um sharing resources and just everything i don't hopefully it's not for everybody but it would make sense you know i mean oculus is already pulling out with their support on so many ways why would they continue to support if it's server-based uh a game when the you know most people don't even know is out there well i'm just going to say that i for one hope that the rumors are true and that insomniac took this title with them and maybe they're disappointed that they didn't get to finish it and make it into what they originally planned and if that's the case they'll have every opportunity to do that as we move into the next generation uh, that's going to be on superior hardware this game is already amazing on what it as it is but make it better and eh, it's gonna be awesome it's in my top 10 of all time vr games yeah yeah it's, it's great yeah it's hard for me like i want to say that i want to say that that it's top 10 and it might be uh but when then when i start thinking about how many <laughs> other great games there are especially on playstation like like there's a lot of great games it, it, it's it's kind of hard even to uh like to rank a top 20 would be very difficult because there's so many great games up in that upper echelon like um yeah it's, it, it, the 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 placing of them really don't matter so much as to you know as to you know which ones are there and which ones aren't yep yeah there's not many games i'll sit and just play i, I mean i get finish a game in two days i mean literally i i just don't have that kind of time anymore and i i I wanted to finish this game today. I wanted to come into this conversation and say that I beat this game because I didn't do it three years ago. I remember it was just like anything else. I mean, this is a great game that you just can't get through because just something comes up. And there was a million games coming out around this time, if you guys remember. Asgard's Wrath was so sure. busy. That was yeah. Yeah. How stupid was that? That they launched this and Asgard's Wrath so close together. Yeah. Absolute insanity. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, you said, Eric, that there aren't many games out there that are so good that you just played straight through them. What about Farpoint? How long did it take you to play through that one? This was probably, it had to be at least 10 or 12 hours for me, I think. Uh, and I remember, and I played through it, and I played 99% of it in one sitting. And if I knew how close I was to the end, I would have finished it. It was like 4 in the morning, but I remember it was the first game I got when I got my PSVR 2. Um PSVR uh, cool. VR headset I mean the one and uh, it was the first game I played and I just sat and I played it till like four in the morning and I just till I was exhausted and uh, I was so close to finishing it I finished it the next day but this uh, is a great game this this is the perfect example to have on the episode with a game like Spider-Man uh, you know we talked about you know how deep the progression is in spider-man how there's a, a huge map that you can go anywhere you want on and do anything that you want on there it's heavily story driven there's there's uh the, there's so many different aspects whether it be puzzles or or, or lab work or whatever what have you uh triple a production value um but at the end of the, all of that it still felt kind of shallow to me uh and repetitive and then we have a game like Farpoint, which is completely linear. Um, there's next to no progression in it. You can progress the guns a little bit, uh, but pretty much what you find is what you get. Um, the, the, really, there's not much to the gameplay other than moving forward and shooting. And, um, yeah, I, I mean, it's a perfect example to me of 
how VR immersion is more valuable to me as a gamer than game depth, so to speak. Um, I, four points a game. I probably have more hours in this game than any other game in VR. I've played through the campaign many mm. times. I've played through the challenge mode countless times, the co-op. Um, this is a game that I could never get tired of. And in terms of depth, it might be one of the most shallow games in VR. Um, but it's great. It's, it's, it's a simple concept, executed perfectly. And uh, for that reason, I, this is probably a top five VR game for me. Um, what do you think about Farpoint Roots? Ah, I love this game. The, the thing about Farpoint for me was, was absolutely the story. It was like even today as I was going into it, um, I found myself drawn into to, to watching this story and I realizing that and if I maybe I heard incorrectly, but they could have gotten out of there before it happened or at least tried to, but like she decided not to. And uh, I didn't really catch that part. Um, I just um, I just really fell in love with it. And, uh, you know, if it wasn't the story wasn't so good, I don't know that it, the game would be as good as it is as I mean, there's so many other aspects to it. But the story is so good and the acting and everything about it. The cutscenes are so long. I mean, this is a walking sim, but it's not. It's not a walking sim at all. But you you could almost it could be a walking sim because there's so much story to it. And then on top of it, you have all the amazing action and firefighting and everything. But uh, this is one of the best games I've played in VR. Absolutely. Yeah, the, the storytelling is great. Uh, that's for sure. And the story itself is great. The, the twist is awesome. Um, and it, it certainly keeps you um, motivated to move forward through the campaign. Uh, but I wouldn't say that that's the best thing for me. For me the the best thing is the gunplay the action like because you know I, I said i've probably spent more time in this game than any other the majority of that has been challenge mode just mm -hmm. running through the level speed running shooting uh they made this game eric for the aim controller and you can tell because the, i can't imagine one without the other like i can't imagine loving the aim as much as i do without farpoint and I can't imagine loving Farpoint as much as I do without the aim. Uh, it's like peanut butter and jelly, right? Yeah. This game, exactly what you guys are saying, this game is the epitome of a game that is the sum of its all of its parts. Because I don't think that any part of this is particularly groundbreaking or amazing. But when you put it all together, it becomes one of the best games I've ever played. And it is in my top five. And the only reason I said that... that uh, um, Stormland was the favorite game I played this week is because it was brand new and I've already beaten uh, Farpoint. That's the only reason. This is one of the, my favorite games of all time. It definitely is in my top five. But overall, it's everything. Like even the gunplay. Gunplay is, is good, but it's only really good because of the aim controller. If you mm. didn't use the aim controller, it wouldn't be as good. The right. story is amazing, but I wouldn't want to do just the story. I need something else to pull me through and, and it does just enough to make it interesting with the gunplay. Um, there, like you said, there is no progression, but there is just enough to keep you in there. The visuals are another part because I don't know if it wasn't as pretty of a game as it is, if it would be as good because it is kind of linear and you're kind of like walking on a path that you can only go on one way. The, but everything all together makes probably, again, one of the best games you'll ever play. Um, it's hard to describe. If I was trying to tell you, it's hard to describe why we love this game so much. 
because again not one thing can say this is the reason why this is a great game gorgeous man this planet when i this beginning when i was looking at this planet i was like holy shit man that looks better than most planets in almost any vr game i've seen today you know nobody can get the planets right it seems like um it just is a it was looks amazing on such hard that's such an old uh headset too six-year-old headset right Um, yeah and i i I think if um if we did have to point out one aspect that's the most important of the experience it might be the production value because the storytelling's great but really would it be as great if if it didn't look as and sound like it did like they 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 convey it perfectly because it's so realistic that the sure it's linear but it's wide linear and you feel like they nailed the vibe uh, of being stranded on an alien planet where you don't know what's around the next corner like when you land on that planet and you start moving forward you feel like you're on mars or something and uh, they nailed that. And then when it comes to the gunplay, the gunplay is great with the aim controller, but it wouldn't be nearly as satisfying if those enemies didn't do what they did after you shoot them. Like they blow up, <laughs> they turn into a bloody mess. Uh, even roots, the ones that explode, they, they turn into shrapnel and the physics is perfect. And, you know, things are rolling downhill and splattering everywhere. Uh, I think the production value of this game is probably the most important aspect of, of the immersion that, that, that they accomplish with it. Yeah, absolutely. Because everything's on par, right? Everything's on point. And, um, like, I, I, I don't know. If I found myself, and I've said this before so many times, um, like, watching the story and literally being, usually I'm ready, like, come on, get this cutscene over. <laughs> like, I was bu- legitimately bummed out when the cutscene would end, and I'm like, oh, shit, I'm back. Like, I'm ready to go do my next thing. I'm like, ah, like, because I was, I, I really was invested in this whole entire story as it was being told. And this is just a perfect example of, of really good storytelling, because a lot of VR games try to do it. Uh, but if you can get to the point where the person is is bummed out, that it's time for amazing gameplay. Um, that's a good. That's a good sign. That means your story is really good. Yeah, at the midway point of this game, there's a section of, of of cinema sequence that probably goes on for like eight or ten minutes. Hmm. What other What other VR game could get away with that? Like people get mad if there's any kind of cutscenes in VR, but in this game, it was like a strength of the game. And to the point where, where literally they have you sitting in your seat watching for for minutes and minutes and minutes, and nobody cares because they're gripped by the story. That's how you want a story to be. How many movies do you have where you're distracted by everything? You know, your phone, other people. What I mean, I don't go to the movie theater anymore, but whatever it is, that, that tells me it's not that good of a, a story. It's not, you know, stories are supposed to enrapture you. You're supposed to get really into it, right? And... um and then on top of it, now I will say I, I did try this game. When I first tried it, I played it without with a controller. <laughs> and it sucked ass. It really without <laughs> the game controller, I was like, Wes tried to warn me and I was like, nah, it'll be good. And I tried it for out, like right? fifteen minutes and then I was right down buying uh um uh controller from GameStop. So it could be the aim controller is the most important thing because if you wouldn't play this game without the you know, if you hated the game because of the the way it 
worked. It's hokey. You, know, you wouldn't even do it. Controller trying to point it. Like I would rather just use a regular controller and have my hands not even in the thing. Right. Like. Here's the know. crazy thing. Like at this point, the aim controller is this mythical beloved peripheral. Right. Everyone loves the aim controller. Imagine there was no far point and there's no firewall. Do you think anybody gives a shit about the aim controller then? No, Probably not. You need the controller for it. Now, this is the thing, though. How about a name controller that's got uh, tracking, like the inside-out tracking controllers, the new ones? You know what I mean? Like, cause that, that's the only thing about the aim controller is, um, you know, it, it does drift as the battery dies. It starts to lose its, you know. Yep. It does. But, the drift is annoying. But, oh, yeah. uh, but the game's so good that you even at that point you don't like stop and charge your controller you keep going and you just shake it out every 30 seconds right you know who else likes it when you shake it out every 30 seconds <laughs> my mom oh, yeah Th this is how good farpoint is okay farpoint is so good that people hate larsenauts larsenauts <laughs> is a good game it's a highly high production uh, value overwatch clone in vr that everyone hates and why does everyone hate it let's be honest everyone hated it because it wasn't far point two and that's what we all want from impulse care yeah absolutely uh yeah. anyway um what can we say about this game that we haven't already it, it's such a, a great experience well he, he, how about this like Pretty much everything we've said up until this point is, is talking about the story campaign. But there's something in this for everyone. There's, we already mentioned there's co-op uh, mode, which puts you through a number of maps with you and a friend. Um, and it works. And yeah, it nice. works great. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, th there's player versus player, which is 1v1, but uh, with the twist that you can spawn enemies, like for the game enemies, you can spawn them and send them after your opponent. Oh. So it's a very unique uh, play, uh, 1v1 PvP uh, mode. And then on top of all of that, if that's not enough, um, there's the challenge mode, which is probably where I've got most of my time in, which is a speed running mode where you, you have 30 seconds to make it to this point. You have a minute to make it to the next point. There's enemies from start to finish, and uh, and it's scored. So at the end of it all, if you make it to the end, uh, the, they put your score up on the leaderboard. Um, I got addicted to that for a long mm -hmm. time and just ran it and ran it and ran it every every map. Um, I probably have more fun in challenge mode than I did in the story mode, and I love the story mode. So um, you not only a lot is this with a, your family too, right? That's so cool yep. to be able to be able to play with your wife or your kids and just go through all these cool things. I, I played with you one time. Um, I think it's super cool. Yeah, yeah, I've played every map with uh, everyone that lives in this house except for my youngest. So uh, I, me and the wife did every map, me and Isabel did every map, me and Brody did every map, and I'm sure one day me and Chris will do every map. Tomorrow. Uh, as, yeah, probably tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> and the boss battles too, right? I was just thinking about the boss battles, man. They, there's some cool, big, old, freaking huge bosses in this here. This game's that just not like... easy either, man. Like that no. one thing that was shooting stuff down at you for a while, it took me a while to get past some of these spots. That's crazy. Well, Veraza says the same thing PC guys always say. Mini stock does me just fine. Uh, mini stock, gun stocks, it's not the same thing. It's just not. 
Yeah. It's, I, said the same, it's I said the same thing till I got it. I thought, you look at it and you're like, this thing is goofy looking. It doesn't make any sense. I'd rather get, give me a realistic looking gun stock. I'll, I'll, it'll be better. This thing's amazing. And again, it's not used enough, but it, you, it, when you get your hands on it and when you do it and in the headset, it just feels right got haptics it makes you feel like you're holding the gun the proportion to the of the guns in the game are perfect to the proportion of the controller in real life um yeah it's a different experience totally there's something yeah, about they need, they need one for the psvr2 what they either need they either need to make this one compatible or i'd like to see them come out with a name controller too for the psvr2 well, I'd love to have a new one, a new one with the new haptics in it and adaptive yeah. triggers. How cool right. would it be if they had a new one that had the two controllers, but they came together and snapped into one to make, yeah. the, you know what I mean? Because that's the biggest gripe about that is like, okay, you bring a game over that maybe has two controllers and you're like, okay, we got to adapt it now because there is no, you don't have two hands. You only have the one controller. So we have to tailor everything to that instead of having something that maybe breaks apart into two and then that way you could do both versions right and still feel the same yep uh ben l asks uh if we feel like the loading times are too long probably did back in the day when i was it's, playing this on ps4 uh it's actually loads pretty quick on ps5 yeah it's just like anything else you know you go play iron man today which uh, i'm sure we will in this near future um mm -hmm. it's night and day difference than PlayStation 4, even Pro, right? Like, it was a nightmare load times, so. But, uh, yeah, I can remember a few times waiting on that thing to spin. <laughs> There's nothing worse in um, VR than, than sitting there looking at a load screen. I mean, it's already bad on a, on a flat screen TV, but uh, I can look at my phone. I can... There's a lot of other things I could be doing. I'm not just staring at this fucking spinning circle. You know what I mean? Like... The, well, the here's the cool thing you don't have to just <laughs> sit there and stare at the spinning circle you can play the game where you knock the action figures oh, into the porthole so yeah, that's uh true. Th there's that yeah that's <laughs> true uh gb the talk positive squid cat says orbs could do it with a connector so you're talking about putting the orb controllers into a gun stock mm -hmm. right maybe maybe it would work uh i know that that gen one gun socks that i've tried that have not lived up to the aim controller so maybe maybe with the new controllers uh that, that it'll, it'll actually work a little bit better i don't know we'll see yeah. it'd be cool yeah. i mean if sony does it, it it would be a lot better than you know just taking That's two or controllers and trying to slap them together with a, a gun stock yeah. it's true yeah it's either way peripheral it'll be it'll be legit either way is this Top of my whistle list, Farpoint 2, Stormland 2. Spider-Man 2. Uh, oh, <laughs> Spider-Man 2. <laughs> I take it. I'll take it, man. Miles Morales in VR. Actually, give us a new one. You know, don't, don't. I mean, it's good. Spider-Man Remaster is great because none of us have really played much of it. I had played a little bit, but a lot of people already played that shit. So, yeah. Um, if, I think if they do Spider-Man VR, that it needs to be. And I know we just talked about so, how every game doesn't have to be third first person. I think Spider Man VR needs to be a first person VR game. I do. Yeah. Well, that'd be good. No. That'd be cool. Like if they did it right, I guess it could be cool. Oh, it would be great. The, the movement alone would be enough to buy the game. Um, 
Yeah, anyway, I don't know if you could do swinging like that in VR. Oh wait, we got Windlands too. <laughs> we got uh, Swarm. We have a uh, Resist. Resist. We yeah, have a lot of examples that it does work. Not only does it work, it works very well. Great. Uh, anyway, um, Farpoint, as it stands today, uh, in my opinion, is a top five VR game overall, all platforms considered, even now some five years after it came out uh if you don't have um this game and you have a playstation what's the matter with you if you don't have a playstation you might want to think about it man because it's not just farpoint there's a there's a bunch more awesome games in that library still and uh, we're going to talk about that uh as we progress through the weeks leading up to psvr2 yeah you may not be able to get a ps5 when it comes down to it you know, how crazy would it be all these people waiting for the PS5 for when the PlayStation VR 2 comes out and uh, Sony does follow suit of the world and raise their console prices, which it's mm -hmm. not probable, but it's possible. It could happen. They've actually, I've seen articles discussing, is it going to happen? Um, so, like, from that standpoint, I, I kind of feel like, you know, there's a lot of times in life where waiting on things can benefit you because it could become cheaper, but we're kind of in a weird place where there's a possibility it may be more expensive or not even there. So I'd say pick it up now. So, uh, Diego Darko a pa says a patent from 2020 for a new aim controller resurfaced recently. Yeah, I saw that. Polish Paul put that out there. Um, it, yeah, the, it does have an extra button on it, the mode button, which is interesting, but it also... Uh, has the the light ball for tracking on the end so mm. it's pretty clearly a, a psvr one peripheral that most likely got canned and we'll never see the light of day um, right uh, we are, how successful was the aim in sony's eyes do you I, think i mean that's I the know. thing was it successful <laughs> enough to to do again is the question so i don't know i mean i mean if we if we're going to look at it like that how successful was psvr really i mean in general but that's a that's a technology yeah. that they know is being pushed that eventually it's going to take off and so it's kind of like the peripherals are different you know and you i mean you and eric should are perfect examples of the wheels that just don't yeah. ever get used you know very much it's it's a great thing to have a lot of people use them all the time i i would never use it that's why i don't have one because i, I would probably use it more if i could keep it over here with my computer right if you could like, have like a dedicated space for it absolutely right yeah, but for me, I've got to I've got to pull it out of the corner, bring it over here, put it in the middle of my floor, and and play, and then I have to unhook it and drag it all the way back over there and put it up. I'm disappointed and, in your kids because I think <laughs> if I my, I would imagine if I was a kid, I'd be like, Dad, I want to play. I need I need to use this wheel. Uh, if they if they, if they uh, if they made a game for it in Rec Room, they probably would. Uh, that's true. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. The wheel for me is if you're a sim racer, you'll, you you should, uh, you absolutely have to have it. But for me, I just don't play enough of them, and I have so many other things I need to play that it's just too much for me to pull out, you know what I mean, and do it. If I, if they came out with a brand-new VR racing game tomorrow that featured the wheel, I'd be all over it. It's just, yeah, I'll know. probably use it for Gran Turismo 7 on PSVR 2. <laughs> you know yeah like i was all i was all about going into doing the f1 2022 until i just heard it wasn't that great and then i just kind of bowed out but i was all about i'm getting this thing back hooked up i'm gonna do it 
um, with a new VR game, and I just heard it wasn't that great. It wasn't I, the VR wasn't great. So. I tried to warn you guys, Codemaster is a nightmare. They, I don't know mm -hmm. what they do with their racing games, but it seems like every one that they touch just seems to have some kind of really fuckedness to it. Usually around the servers. And, uh, dash Dash. That's what we need to play. Yeah, yeah, Dash Dash is actually the perfect game because you're racing and you can still use your other hand to throw shit. Super yeah. cool. Uh, anyway, I think that's going to wrap up our episode, man. Uh, how are you guys digging it? You know, we, we've kind of made this move to only playing great games, and uh, I'm having a blast, man. Like, I'm absolutely loving it. I'm enjoying it a lot, and I was telling D this earlier today. I said, you know, there's just a lot of games that, um, for the newer, the, the, the stuff that MASH is always pissed about. We'll let other people cover that stuff, <laughs> and we'll, we'll focus on the good ones, and, and they're really, you know, the pertinent ones. So, so what yeah. are we doing next week? We're going to be doing uh, Red Matter Two next week. Uh, we're going to revisit Half Life Two VR next week. Oh my god! That's and so uh, and the icing on the cake, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven Luke Ross mod. Uh, I may skip. Uh, I may skip Gamescom and just stay home and do that <laughs> with you guys. Well, you know what you could do, Eric is what you need to do is, is squeeze those games in now before you go <laughs> before friday and then and then that way you could just kind of like it's gonna be early morning it'd be like have your coffee sit in with us and the special guest and uh and talk about vr <laughs> i can tell you this about our special guest it isn't someone who's got a lot of experience playing pc vr mods so nice. they're going to be starting out with half-life 2 vr and cyberpunk 2077 I can't uh, wait to get into Half-Life uh, 2 because I have not played it since I got my new video card. Oh, yeah, so right. going to be amazing. Me neither. Anyway, if you don't want to miss this awesome, riveting episode next week, make sure you click that big red button and ring the bell so that you'll be notified when we go live. Uh, lots of other stuff coming up, too. Uh, changes uh, abound. So, uh, again, guys... Um, you're going to want to stay in the loop. You know who stays in the loop better than anybody? Our patrons. Three bucks per month. That's all we ask. Less than a dollar per week. You get our weekly show notes. You get insider updates. You get a bunch of teasers like I've been putting out this week. And uh, you get exclusive content. Uh, and, and again, you get to feel good about yourself knowing that you did your part to help support our community and our channel. So shout out to all the patrons out there. We love you all. Yeah. Actually, and it's, I mean, re real reality check here. Like... Uh, Things like Spider-Man, when that stuff comes out and we, you know, able to pick it up right away, that's usually comes out of the, the funds, right? They're paying for that kind of stuff. Absolutely, hundred so, percent. Yeah, yeah. We yeah, appreciate we awesome. forty-eight dollars for that game, and uh, it was hundred percent provided by Patreon, and uh, we've been leaning on them a lot here lately, so it's very much appreciated. Yeah, uh, everyone who's contributed, and you get the content, so it's win-win. Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. Um. Of course, if you guys maybe want to mod games for yourself, need some advice, well, you can always hit us up on Discord. Invitation in the description down below. That's where we hang out. It's where we alert 24-7, 365. It's where we get together to play multiplayer. It's where we talk about movies and music, cartoons, flat games. You name it, we're talking about it on there. Uh, and we invite you all to come and join the conversation. Again, link in the description below. And with that said, friends, I'd like to thank you all once again for watching. For Eric and Roots, I'm Wes. We'll see you very, very soon.
Bye now. Take it easy. See you later. Now, before we leave real quick, I uh, don't know that I have the right outro link down here. So, oh. okay. I figure it'd be good to just talk to the chat for a second while I fix that yeah. sure. link well, in the wrong one, right? I'm doing anyway. I love talking Mick to the chat. Mickey Barrios just slid in. What's up, Mickey? Chatty? We're on what, 14, right? Yep. Version 14. That is Gyson is here. Says goodnight all. What's all up, right. Gyson? See, that's us fixing. Oh, that's awesome. Tatum is okay. awesome. I heard that. Simplex says bye. What's up, yeah. Simplex? Simplex. And uh, for real, now we're really going to leave with the right outro see you later bye-bye everybody <laughs>